This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. Building the future on the field and in Jack London Square. It's now time to go inside the bill for an in-depth look at what it takes to build the most unique and creative ballpark in sports history. This is The Bill. And now joining us is the president of your Oakland Athletics, Dave Cavill. Dave, I got to tell you, I miss you. I haven't seen you in like over a year. It's been too long, man. We got to get together socially distanced with masks just to see if we're uh, both in this uh, universe. So, no, we got to get that going. Yeah, yeah, it's just great. Like, my brother, I finally got to see him. I hadn't seen him in a year. But, yeah, I can't wait to, to, to get back. And, obviously, the news today is, you know, this is so much bigger than baseball. Uh, to partner with the White House, to partner with Governor Newsom, and to know that we're going to help save a lot of lives, what has this process been like for you and the organization? Well, I mean, obviously, we're just so proud that we were able to pull this off and work with, you know, obviously the the federal government, the Biden-Harris administration, Governor Newsom, uh, the local JPA, and everyone together to make this the first federal vaccine site in the United States. And to do that in East Oakland uh, at the Coliseum, where people have been coming for over 50 years uh, to watch baseball and other sports, but now they can come here and have another memorable and historic moment where they get their COVID-19 vaccine is is just truly historic and and we're happy to be a a central part of it. Well, I can tell you, you know, A's fans are the best in baseball. And we say it all the time because they truly, they care about each other and they love each other. And we've had A's fans, Dave, reach out and say, how can we help? I mean, do you, do you, do you, do you need volunteers? I mean, what, what, what can our fan base do to help you? Well, I mean, I think right now I don't have a specific answer if, if FEMA, who is going to be running this, um, is going to need assistance. But I've been working with Tammy, who is the local um, liaison for FEMA. Um, and if, if that's needed, we will get the word out to our fans, to the community to come out to participate. Um, but I think because this is a federally backed effort uh, with federal doses of vaccine that are above the normal supply that our county or our region gets. So it's like extra vaccine for the Bay Area and for the East Bay. Um, That is just a huge development and one that hopefully will speed up everyone getting those shots. And so I would just encourage people to, you know, you you can sign up on this My Turn app, which is the state's website that's in a pilot right now. I think it goes fully live in a day or two. The site will be up and running starting on the 16th of February. So before you know it, and we can start doing up to 6,000 vaccinations a day, which is, is a pretty big number. And we want to grow from there. Dave, that number blew me away. I was like, I mean, 6,000 cars, people, shots. It's amazing. That not, did it blow you away? It blew me away when I, when I saw your email. 
Well, you know, one thing that we've been heavily involved with, you know, for the last couple months since the vaccine was approved, like in December, is talking to the federal officials like Congressman Swalwell, who's here in the East Bay, um, Barbara Lee, who's our congresswoman, and then also the governor's office to say, hey, you know, we have a lot of expertise in moving a lot of people and um, doing it efficiently and safely. And, you know, the traditional healthcare um, routes, whether it's a clinic or whatever, normally that's totally fine. But when you have thousands of people and you want to move them around logistically, a site like the Coliseum, with the experience that we have with the county, you know, this is the type of place that could really move the needle. And people are used to coming here and they feel safe coming here. You can come via BART, you can drive. And so all those things is why we were lobbying so heavily starting in December to make this a federal site. And then with the changeover in the administration and the little more active role that the Biden administration and Harris administration have taken, you know, we were able to get this, you know, uh, to an announcement within a couple of weeks, which has really been a whirlwind the last two weeks, you could probably imagine. So I think about like your experiences, what, what you've done in Washington, what you've done in Sacramento, trying to get us our new ballpark. How much did those experiences help with making this happen? Well, certainly the relationships that, you know, I personally have and that the team has, you know, in Sacramento with the governor's office, with Gavin, with, you know, federal authorities, the fact that Kamala Harris is from this area, you know, all those things um, were important in terms of getting the word out. And, you know, I, and I will say a special shout out to uh, Congressman Swalwell, who, you know, together we went to the all-star game together in DC a couple of years ago. You know, he really played a leadership role in making sure that this was a priority at the federal level. Um, and that's where really this thing kicked up another notch because we were working initially on a plan to just have a county related vaccination center, but you know, the county doesn't have any additional doses. And, you know, it just felt like a waste to set up the whole Coliseum and do 200 doses a day. And so we were able to elevate this and be kind of a prime mover and agitate to ensure that we could move quicker, which, which is going to get us back to normal, provide some people some hope, you know, hopefully, you know, help everyone's health and welfare and, and in the end, get us back into that Coliseum with fans this season, because that's our goal, Chris. Yeah, yeah. As much as we love the uh, cardboard cutouts and, and you sitting with the cardboard cutouts during last season, I mean. Uh, I'm we, done we, with that. I want real people. They're, they're just not talking. You know, I like to talk to people. They're not talkative enough. It just doesn't work for me. <laughs> I want my true house back. I want to get back to the ballpark. Exactly. We, we got to get back in there. You know, I, I you know, uh, I was here today. I walked around the Coliseum and it's just it's it's lonely being here without any fans. The energy and the fact that no one's here is just it's just a weird feeling. And to think the last time we had fans here was the 2019 playoff game where we had 55,000 against the race. So it's been a long time and it's it's time, obviously, safely and in an effective manner to bring people back. And we're going to do everything we can to advance this vaccine effort and the public health effort so so we can do that. You know, we all love the game, and it's why we work in it. And I, I just – I wish that the Players Union and uh, New York would just get along a little bit more, and hopefully they'll be able to figure something out. But the fact that we got the announcement, we got baseball, we're starting spring training, just just how great news is that that we're going to get this thing going in 2021? Well, I mean, I think it's important that we are going to be playing baseball and that – um you know, we are going to have a, a safe way to do that with our players. And we're going to be playing in front of fans at some point, both in Arizona and then here in, in Oakland, if all everything goes well. And, you know, that's obviously a big difference from last year where we played the 60 games really with no one. So I think we're headed in the right direction. And, 
you know, obviously there's been um, some challenges with some of the negotiations, but at the end of the day, we're ready to get started. And myself and David Forrest and Billy Bean and Bob Melvin and the whole group is, you know, putting the, the pieces together to ensure that we can be on the field on the 17th of February. I'm going to be going down um, to Arizona late next week and just ensuring that we're ready to go, that, that the system is set up, the protocols, which are being finalized with the players are in place and that everyone um, involved in the effort can feel safe and that we can also ensure that our fans can first watch us on TV and then, you know, hopefully see us in person. Yeah, and, and let's not forget, we're trying to go to the playoffs for the fourth straight year. This is still a good young core with a lot of talent. We have a great young team. We're excited about where we are. You know, we know that, you know, there was disappointment in losing Marcus Simeon, who was really was the captain of this team. And, you know, I think that is something that, you know, we want to deal with head on to acknowledge that that, that is a reality of this season. But by the same token, we have a lot of great young players. And we have people coming back who've been injured and they're going to be healthy. And I feel that we can compete at a high level. And with Bob Melvin and with the, you know, moves that Billy and David make every year to ensure the team is the best possible team, um, I'm optimistic for the 2021 season. You know, I think of all the work that you've done to try and get a new ballpark and all the hurdles you've gotten over and all the progress. And then COVID hits and it changes everything because... Let's face it, you can't meet people. You can't do meetings. You can't do any of that. And this continues to go on. So I, I know we haven't talked in a while. So how has it been working on this new ballpark through COVID-19? Well, I think it's important to understand, as people who watched the press conference today with the governor and the mayor, you know, a lot of our effort that normally would go towards lobbying and working with the politicians and elected officials on getting the stadium approved, that energy has gone towards public health and ensuring that our community is safe and healthy and opening things like the vaccine center that we're having here at the Coliseum. And so, you know, we've prioritized that over the last year. That doesn't mean that we haven't still been working on the new ballpark. I know people want to see the progress faster, but, you know, we're in a crisis situation with, with the pandemic and we felt strongly that that was a higher priority. But now as that starts to abate, you know, we are going to get this draft environmental report out. And we're going to do everything we can to get to a vote this year of the city council. We have to know if our project will be approved. We have a plan that works um, for us that we've articulated to the city financially. We just need to get this process finished and to the city council and to a vote this year um, so we can really identify exactly when we can start and open open the building. So that's going to be the focus. And there's a lot of energy around that right now. And Hopefully very shortly we'll be releasing that that draft. There was a positive lawsuit that had been uh, or order in the lawsuit that broke our way in the last week. So that's a really positive development, Chris, and that that allows us to kind of move forward quicker than we thought. So there's some good things happening, maybe not as fast as people want, um, but we're going to continue to push to make this happen. You know, I think about, you know, when you came in and developed a great relationship with the mayor and Oakland and also Alameda County, just what you're now going to be doing all of the vaccinations. I mean, just 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 talk about how your relationship with the leaders ha has been so good and so positive. Well, I mean, I think we have a shared vision that we're trying to do something great for for this community. And that goes beyond a ballpark and the games. It goes into public health. It goes into community engagement. 
Um, it goes into things like systematic racism and being involved in the Black Lives Matter movement. You know, all the different things that we've done or, or improving, you know, economic outcomes or workforce development, all the things we're doing um, are really important in terms of our stature here in the community. And so, you know, it's more than a baseball team. It's more than a ballpark. And I think we've seen that. Um, and I think what the elected officials have seen is the value of having a pro sports team. We're the only team left. You know, there's no Warriors here. There's no Raiders here. You know, we're the ones who had to call the federal government, work with the state and figure out how to do this and get our operations team and partner with everyone. Like, if you don't have any of those entities, some of these things don't happen. And that's, I think, been important for them to see. And I think it'll really be positive for the continued progress uh, here in Oakland in the near term and in the future. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to save lives. And it's it's a really, really big deal. Congratulations on getting it done. And I think everybody is going to really appreciate your effort and the franchise's effort. And like like I said, uh, we miss you. We want to see you. So hopefully, I don't know if it's in spring training or it's at the Coliseum, but uh, I just can't wait for baseball to be back and uh, start talking about baseball and have a good time with the uh, 2021 Oakland A's. Let's make it happen. It's a, consider it a date. It's going to happen. We're going to see each other in person before you know it. And uh, we're going to be able to really just focus on baseball, um, which is really the core thing and something that I think at times, you know, we've, we've lost sight of. And we just need to get back to that and really focus on that in a positive way. Well, we love how you battle for us A's fans. We truly appreciate it. Be well, be safe, and hopefully we'll talk soon. Take care, my friend. The president of your Oakland Athletics, Dave Cavill, joining us here on A's Cast Live. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data from Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware. Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.